freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to our number two of episode 111 of Gun Freedom Radio. Where'd the first hour go? I know, we blinked and it went by, gone. But we, we, you know what we did? We were educating, engaging, and informing so much. How'd that work? Does that work? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Hey, and you know, you and your, this biggest gun shop, mm-hmm. we got to start thinking about, it's bigger than bigger. It's bigger every day. It's growing. It really is. Uh, we are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop, getting bigger, according to Dan. In Arizona, and this show is show is a proud sponsor member of the Self Defense Radio Network. Find out more and check out all of the great content at selfdefenseradio.net. Well, our theme today is long division. When I went to school, we learned the step-by-step process of breaking big numbers into little numbers by using a process called long division. And the key to long division is to keep subtracting until you end up with the smallest possible number at the bottom of the math problem. Kind of like we do when we start seeing ourselves as part of an in-group or a clique. We have the us team and the them team, the cool kids and the rest of humanity. And we seem to always be subtracting out of the us team. Reality TV has made a game of what we tend to do naturally and someone is always getting voted off the island. I bring this up because every so often I hear rumblings of infighting among those who value the Second Amendment. One group says their methods are superior to another organization's and the rest of us have to decide whose team or clique we're going to be in, which is bad enough for those of us who are passionate and committed to protecting our and preserving our constitutional rights, but it is impossible for anyone new to the idea and trying to take up those values to navigate our infighting. And so, they won't. And we will just keep doing that long division and keep subtracting from our big numbers until we end up with the smallest possible number of people and supporters. Well, with that in mind, our next guest is Remzo Martinez, and he just wrote a book called, ironically, Stay Away from the Libertarians. Remzo is an investigative journalist and has spent the last seven campaign cycles in the state of Virginia staffing and consulting for liberty-oriented candidates ranging from local, state, to federal races. His blogs and other articles have been published in Freedom Works at FreedomWorks, The Blaze, the Media Research Center, and he is a regular contributor to RedT.com. He's earned a reputation for being one of the most deplorable rabble-rousers in politics in the state of Virginia. Welcome to the show, Remzo. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's Absolutely. great to be here. I've been an avid listener for the past year or so, and let me tell you, you guys are definitely setting the standard for the rest of us out there. So it's a privilege to be on with you today. You're awesome. Thank you for all of that. And I have got to know 
more about this book and this title is you know it's going to appeal to both sides right is that is that kind of why you chose it stay away from the libertarians oh absolutely because if there's one intrinsic value that i think all americans share is that we inherently don't like to be told what to do so you go ahead and slap <laughs> that title on the cover and people are going to want to read it and understand why do i have to stay away from them I but it. i chose that title for a very specific reason it's because i've been told that almost my entire uh, young adult life and I know that when you look at the news and when you go online and when you talk to popular academics and those in the pundit circle, this is a common theme. Stay away from them. It's common on both the left and the right. So what I've been trying to ask myself for many, many years now is why is that something that is somewhat you know, universally shared amongst conservatives and progressives? Why is it these rabble-rousing libertarians are so dangerous? And, you know, obviously this was, a, this was a great time for me to go ahead and go to the number one source of all information in the world, Google, and just go ahead and type <laughs> that question in. Right. And what you see is a lot of hate, and there's not much of a push on the other side. And, you know, I like to read and listen to whatever I can. While some people have brushed the topic ever so briefly, no one's ever gone in depth. Mm-hmm. And with this book, what I've done is I've gone ahead and I've uh, attacked many of the myths, misconceptions, and lies that are thrown at uh, modern libertarianism and the liberty movement in the United States. So I'm hoping that, you know, whether you're a diehard right winger or a snowflake leftist or someone in the middle who's apathetic, even if, you know, if I can get uh, apath- a politically apathetic teenager in middle America to pick up this book and not necessarily become a libertarian by the end of it, but have a good time reading it and be a little bit more knowledgeable about the topic by the time he's finished, I think I'll have accomplished what I wanted. Because ultimately what I want is to see at the table and for people to uh, you know, finally have an understanding of these ideas and whether they like them or not, at least they'll have a better understanding of them without the spin. So, so that's, uh, that's kind of the whole premise right there. Well, that is... I mean, I can't wait to get my hands on the book. I haven't gotten my copy yet, but I am definitely going to. And so libertarians, I mean, the word liberty is right there in the name. And so, you know, for the the left-leaning, maybe Democratic Party, so they are for big government, and the bigger the government, the smaller the person. And so you can understand why they would be like, okay, libertarians are not our friends. But... For conservatives, you know, we're supposed to be about liberty and freedom. Why would we be kind of like, you know, giving the stank eye to libertarians? Are we afraid that we're going to split the vote with them? Or like, what is the, what's the core difference, would you say? Well, um, I, I try and remove the partisan angle as much as I can, because what we're dealing with is not necessarily an issue of political parties, but what we're dealing with are very two distinct ideological differences. Um, you have, you know, you do have the Libertarian Party, but actually, you know, for a full disclaimer, I'm not a member of the Libertarian Party. I'm a Republican, but I'm not a conservative. I'm okay. a small Libertarian, as some will say. Okay. So what I've tried to do is I've tried to tackle one thing, and I'll cover this really fast because I know we have a limited amount of time. Uh, from the time that you're old enough to take a, a high school civics class, what you're taught about is the left-right spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's what almost everyone talks about our modern political ideologies through. When you go to the left, you have the people that want civil liberties, but they want economic control. When you go to the far left, you end up with communism. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the right, 
what you're dealing with are people that, you know, want to clamp down on certain civil freedoms, but they want to give more economic freedom out. And then when you go to the far right, you end up as fascism. So it seems that whichever way you're going, you're giving up something to get something else, and that no matter where you go, you're being hit by authoritarianism. Hmm. Well, when you go ahead and actually look at everything from, you know, economic freedom to civil liberties to gun rights to what have you, what you see is that it really comes down to this brilliant quote that Matt Drudge from the Drudge Report went ahead and gave several years back. I think it was around 2013 or so. And he said the, the, the fight of our era is not between Republicans and Democrats or conservatives or liberals. It's about libertarianism versus authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't know if y- y'all are into this, but I like a nice glass of whiskey every once in a while. You know, mm-hmm. cools the mind, warms the bones. Mm-hmm. And here in Virginia, we have some of the strictest alcohol laws in the country. And you'd think that it was the Puritan left that was going after our booze. Mm-hmm. No, most of these heinous uh, alcohol laws regarding whether or not distilleries can serve on certain days of the week and everything else, they've been put forth by Republicans. Huh. When you go ahead and look at the Bush era, I, um, you know, I'd like to find somebody that was willing to call George Bush a staunch conservative because what we saw was a massive growth of the federal government Mm -hmm. that on some occasions makes Barack Obama look small. Mm -hmm. So what we're dealing with is not necessarily a party versus party issue. It really comes down to ideology, Mm -hmm. whether you want more freedom or you want less freedom. Because I'd like to say that, you know, Republicans, you know, they they don't care about what you do with your checkbook, but they care about what you do in the bedroom. Then the left, all the Democrats, all they care about is what you do in the bedroom, and they still want control of your checkbook. (laughs) So I've never been of the persuasion that you should give up something to get something else. I believe that if you want people to be free, you need to respect their right to be free, and you should expect them to respect yours. And as long as we don't hurt people or take their stuff, the rest of society's problems kind of, you know, settle on their own because we don't have to use the violent middleman known as government to go ahead and solve those. Wow. That, you know, we, we could have given you your own hour to really break these things down (laughs) and we are going to have to have you back on. Once I've got that book in my hand and I've got my list of 8,000, you know, extra questions for you, we'll, we're definitely bringing you back on because these are the kinds of things that we want people to be wrestling with. And we're not here to just say, Hey, this is what we believe. So believe like us. If you're arguing with anything that you just heard Remzo say, good, right? Because then you're engaged. And then you want to know, well, why do I disagree? And then you go to the Google machine and hopefully don't get sucked down the rabbit hole of, uh, you know, websites that have an agenda, (laughs) which is harder and harder (laughs) to find, right? Isn't that hard to find these days? Uh, the, the fake news wars are strong yes. and ever current. Yeah, absolutely. But we do have to run. So please tell folks, just as we, we run away here, Remzo Martinez, author of the book, Stay Away from Libertarians, how people can follow all of your work and buy that book. Super easy. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Remso101. That's R-E-M-S-O-101. And you can go ahead and get the book in print and ebook uh, for Kindle on June 23rd through Amazon. So that's Stay Away from the Libertarians. You can get it in print or on Kindle ebook on June 23rd, 2018. And thank you so much for having me on again. I had an absolute blast. Absolutely. Thank you. And we're definitely having you back on again. Perfect. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Remzo Martinez. Stay away from the libertarians, but uh, not that book. Don't stay away from that book. That sounds like an awesome read. 
All right, stick around. We still have Ashley Lundvall coming up on the other side of these messages. She was just appointed to the President Trump's Council on Sport, Fitness, and Nutrition. Awesome. Stick around. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband and Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, our next guest is Miss Ashley Lundvall. Ashley became disabled in her teenage years through a tragic accident. But not one to miss out on anything in life. She became a hunter and an outdoors woman after the action accident and while in a wheelchair. She is a member of the NRA's Disabled Shooting Sports Committee and was recently named to President Trump's Council on Sport, Fitness, and Nutrition. She will also be featured in an upcoming show on NRA TV called Tips and Tactics, sharing some hunting tips with other women well welcome to the show miss ashley thank you how are you doing i am doing great it's been way too long since we've gotten to see each other because i just <laughs> missed the annual meetings um, yes you were so missed oh thank you for that and uh i'm just it's been too long catching up you've got such big news here so <laughs> talk to us about how does one become appointed by president trump to a council <laughs> Um, I'm still, to be honest with you, kind of, it's still so very surreal to me as well, but um, 
just right after the inauguration, um, for a long time I've been looking for more of a national platform and, and a bigger opportunity to just serve people with disabilities and see how I can help in that way. And so I reached out to some some folks at the NRA that I had worked with and had seen really just my passion for helping people with disabilities be more active and, and things like that, and just told them, you know, I'm looking for an opportunity to serve. If you hear of anything, please let me know. And just kind of through different relationships that way, my name was passed along through different channels and eventually was, was put before the president for this council. And so really excited about those relationships and, and just how that opportunity was presented to me. So I've known about it for a little while now, but wasn't sure it was going to exactly happen when it did. And so just excited to serve and looking forward to the opportunity. Wow. That's totally incredible and awesome. And I think it's really, I think you're just such a perfect person for that because you're, you're a natural with um, instructing and teaching and just helping lift others up. And so whatever you're focusing that on, I think it, it's just going to be awesome. So like what, what exact, like what is the role? So sports could be any, any number of sports. Um, sure. So um, the mission of the council is to engage, educate, and empower all Americans, regardless of their abilities, to just adopt a healthy, healthy lifestyle including regular physical activity, good nutrition, and then President Trump's council is really going to focus on encouraging youth sports participation. Mm. And so I'm really excited for the opportunity to work with kids and youth, um, obviously with the, the health epidemic that we're you know facing in the U.S. today, getting kids active early is really important, getting them kind of away from all the screen time and outside yes. and just keeping them healthy and Obviously, you know, as a mom, that's something that's really important to me. And then just really excited about the opportunities for the first time, really, to include folks of all abilities and, you know, all-inclusive playgrounds and encouraging children with disabilities to get involved in youth sports. And it's just going to be really exciting to see what avenues that we're given in order to include everyone that we can. That's so important. When you talk about getting kids' eyes off the screen and out uh, gazing on nature and out into the fresh air, uh, it's like we have to be so much more purposeful about that in this generation, I think, and future generations than we were when you and I were kids and we didn't ever want to be indoors. At least I didn't. Exactly. Usually your parents have to kind of talk you into coming inside. And so we want to try to get that back and just get, get kids to understand how much fun they can be and how much healthier it is for them to be as active as possible. Absolutely. So being at the NRA annual meetings, you know, I didn't get a chance to go, like I was saying, but there was so much uh, vilification of the NRA because people just don't understand how much the NRA is geared towards educating and, and safety issues and, you know, all these kinds of things. Uh, they really don't understand, I, I think, what the NRA is truly about. But with all of that, you know, huge negative focus and push against them, how was it? How did you experience the annual meeting? Was it um, what it looked like in pictures was just a big family uh, reunion? So <laughs> that's exactly how that is exactly how I explain it to people when they ask me you know, why are you involved with the NRA and how did you get involved and what keeps you there? And I tell people that same thing is the NRA is my family and it's mm -hmm. not just an organization to me. It's just this amazing group of friends and people that I love and I trust and we're all in this together. Amen. And I love going to the events because exactly like you said, it's like a huge family reunion and it's so great to meet with everyone. And But what I really appreciated this past, um, actually a couple weekends now since we were in Dallas, 
is just how much diversity there is within the NRA. And I think yes. so many people have the wrong mindset about what the NRA is and yes. what it stands for and who it's run by and who it represents. Yeah. And if you had been there for more than a few minutes this weekend, you would see that, you know, there's so much diversity, whether it's your know, race or gender or sexual orientation or physical ability, it does not matter. Freedom is for everyone. And that's what that weekend was really all about. And it was such a beautiful thing to see. And so I just encourage people, you know, don't believe everything you see or you hear, mm-hmm. do the research yourself and mm-hmm. really just have an open mind about what the NRA is and what it has to offer you. And if you are a lover of freedom, then the NRA is for you. And so I really encourage people to educate themselves about it. And like I said, it's just something I'm really proud to be a part of and just an amazing group of family. Uh, amen. I I love everything you just said, and it's so exactly how I've experienced um, the past meetings that I've gone to and any interaction I have with uh, people in the Second Amendment uh, community. Um, so tell us about this Tips and Tactics show that's coming up. <laughs> well, like you mentioned, I love educating people about anything and everything, and I really get excited talking to women about hunting. Um, obviously, we are the fastest growing demographic and, you know, gun sales and shooting sports and hunting is women right now. And it's exciting because I think if you get the woman in the relationship involved, then you get the rest of the family dynamic. And mm-hmm. so for me, if we want hunting to continue and we want this heritage to to be passed on to further generations, it's really, really important to get women involved. And so when I was given this opportunity, I started thinking about, you know, if if I could teach women about hunting, what would I want to tell them? Mm -hmm. And so what we ended up doing was kind of a before and after the hunt series. And so we talked about how to prepare for the hunt. But then a lot of times women will go out and hunt and they'll harvest an animal. And then their big question is, what's next? Like, what do I do now? And so we really focused on teaching them how to process that animal, how to provide that meat for their families how to, um, you know, really just find other opportunities to hunt with groups of other women, and then really how to continue those hunting memories, even through, you know, decor in your home or jewelry or clothing or anything that you can do to just further respect that animal that you harvested, as well as, like I said, just remember all the amazing times that you have while you hunt. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a lot of fun to put that together and really looking forward to seeing how that's received by women and hoping that it encourages more women to get involved in hunting. That is awesome. And so so there's already hurdles that people have to get over, you know, when they want to get involved with hunting or, or just the shooting sports because of all the cloud of misinformation and so forth in the air. But, you know, when you're a person with certain disabilities, there are even maybe more hurdles to get over. So what can you say to encourage other people with disabilities that want to get out into the, the outdoors? I, I get this question a lot from people and they say, you know, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I have the desire, but I don't. And I just tell people, start something simple. I mean, it's as easy as going and getting your mail every day and and that sounds so silly but it gets people outdoors and gets them just excited about little things at a time sure and so i i I really recommend people you know that aren't used to being outdoors or still trying to figure out exactly what their physical abilities are to just go big right off the bat because that can very easily discourage people Mm -hmm. or if it doesn't go right right off the bat maybe they won't want to do it again Mm -hmm. so start small start you know go out to your mailbox that's the easiest thing in the world to do get you outdoors a little bit usually there's a couple different terrains you have to go over to get there Mm -hmm. so start small and then really start reaching out to other groups there are so many opportunities for hunting and fishing and hiking and camping and things like that for people with disabilities you just have to be brave enough to go after it 
And then also reach out to just other kind of online communities where people with disabilities um, tend to virtually hang out. There's a lot of support groups and and just online forums that people are looking for the exact same thing that you are. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much healing to be found in the outdoors and in staying active and the health benefits are really, really amazing. And so I just encourage people, start small, reach out, get outside your comfort zone, and you'll not regret it, I promise. That is so awesome. So as we start to wind down here a little bit, I definitely want you to tell folks how they can follow you because you are just inspirational to watch. You just appear fearless. (laughs) You are so independent, Um, you know, going out and and traversing all of these different terrains and mountainous areas and plains and that sort of thing to hunt. (laughs) It's really inspirational. I mean, even for people that don't have disabilities, they're like, well, holy cow, I I am living my life all wrong. (laughs) So how can... Go ahead. It's such an encouraging thing. I mean, thank you for saying that, first of all. Absolutely. But you know, I started small, too, and you just have to try things. And if they don't work, you adapt and you find a way around it. But you really set limits on yourself with your attitude a lot of times. So just encouraging people to get outdoors is something I'm really passionate about. But um, as, as far as contacting me, the easiest way to kind of follow me or keep up with what's going on is just to go to my website, which is just ashleylunvall.com. And you can get um, email, phone number, contact information there, as well as all of my social media links are all in one place there. And so I usually just like to send people to my website and they can find a way to get in touch with me or follow me through there. But love to hear from people, love to continue that that education and those conversations and like to hear how other people are doing things too so that we can continue to share just that attitude of adapting and overcoming and getting as many people active as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, you also go by the... um the moniker crown and camo right yes that's twitter and instagram i'm at crown and camo and then uh you have a is it reimagined life what what is there you have a hashtag that you use all the time yep a redefined life and that's something that i started you know kind of when i started social media and figured out what hashtags were and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. but it's kind of the motto that i live by and an easy way to track me down redefined life I love that you're not a limited life you just redefined it you just worked around exactly. it it's going to look a little different but doesn't mean that you can't still do the same things that you have always wanted to do I love it thank you so much uh, Miss Ashley Lundvall thank you so much we will be talking with you again very soon and following your journey on President Trump's Council on Sports Fitness and Nutrition sounds great thanks so much Cheryl thank you God bless bye bye All right, stick around. We have Bill Whittle coming up. Bill Whittle is an American conservative blogger and political commentator. You know him for so many things, but including his firewall video vlogs. He's going to be talking with us about a recent dust-up that happened with Kanye West, having different opinions for many of his fans, which kind of goes along perfectly with our theme today, Long Division. Stick around. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military 
military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at PottyGoldEstate.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. Go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today. Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, our next guest is Bill Whittle. Bill is an American conservative blogger, a political commentator, director, screenwriter, editor, pilot, author, and the voice of the common sense resistance. He is best known for his PJ Media internet videos and short films. Bill just posted a firewall video blog about that recent dust up over Kanye West having a different opinion from many of his fans, which is an excellent example of our theme today, long division. Excited to have you back on the show again today. Bill, are you with us? I am. It's great to be here. Awesome. So, what you know, even since Kanye West, you've probably already put out ten more videos because you are a busy dude, right? <laughs> so. That's very kind. Of, probably more like four or five, I guess. But yeah, we, we're we're trying to keep busy here. So uh, let's touch briefly on the Kanye West one and tell folks how they can watch it for themselves, and then let's catch up on what you've been doing since that time. Okay. Well, the video is called uh, Kanye West Racist. And then after that, it says, wait, what? Because the, <laughs> the, the, whole, um, the whole theory is, and the reason that this whole story is so destructive for the left, is because they've been telling Americans now for years, a year and a half, that the only people that support Donald Trump are old white racists. And <laughs> Kanye West supports Donald Trump, so, wait, therefore Kanye West has, so therefore Kanye West must be an old white racist. And that's their problem. Um, it's uh, you can find it at billwhittle.com, along with a bunch of other stuff. But um, but it's actually very very serious issue, very big issue, because uh, this narrative that you know that 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 Trump is illegitimate, that he's you know uh, that he's any minute going to be impeached, that you know he has no support, that the world hates him, and so on. All of this just has to be echoed all the time to make people who support Donald Trump feel like they're the last people in the world who who supported Donald Trump. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not just making it uncool to support Donald Trump. It, it's making it 
morally illegal mm-hmm. is what the left is, is doing. They're basically saying and have been saying since he was elected that if you support Donald Trump, you're you're there's something morally wrong with you. And that and that only what else could it be but being a racist? So when when somebody like Kanye West comes along and says he loves Donald Trump, puts him in a real bind because Kanye West is not the kind of guy you can stick Uncle Tom charges to. No. You know, he he openly said that uh, during the 2005 Katrina hurricane relief, he said George Bush doesn't care about black people live on the air. So his street cred is pretty good. Um, and so basically, this is something that's, that we have a hard time understanding, but it's it's very, very important. Basically, Kanye West gave people permission to like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He, got, he gave them moral permission because whether you like him or not, and I'm not a big fan, at least not until this uh, recent event, because he hasn't changed his mind and he's stuck to his guns in the face of death threats from the left, by the way. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, um, he's, he's basically telling uh, people that if the coolest guy in the world, because you could make a case that he's the most influential voice in music today, mm-hmm. um, if, if somebody as cool as Kanye West likes Donald Trump, then it's okay. And for, it's, it's worse than that for the left, better for us. He has 28 million Twitter followers, and um, he's tweeting out things like, I like the way Candace Owen thinks. Candace Owen's a, a black conservative spokesperson for TPUSA. He, he listens to Jordan Peterson, and he tweeted out some, some uh, quotes from Thomas Sowell. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know who Thomas Sowell is, he's, a, he's probably the smartest man alive. He's a, he's a conservative economist. And and he's tweeting out, he's quoting Thomas Sowell on socialism on his Twitter campaign. And he's basic. he has 28 million followers. And I would say that the number of people who've never heard of Thomas Sowell before that is probably about you know, 28 million of them. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. so he's introducing these great conservative thinkers to people never heard of him before. So it's it's a big deal. It is a and, big deal. Um, and it, t- it might be the beginning. And, and it gives other celebrities cover as well, you know. It's so true. And, you know, somebody has to be strong enough to stand up and say, you don't have to think like I think. And he, di- I didn't ever catch him saying that once. He didn't say, you have to think like I think. He's just saying, here's what I think. Yep. And you're welcome to check out who Thomas Sowell is, who, by the way, is also not a, a white male racist or whatever you were saying at the beginning. He happens to be a, a black man as well, right? Well, yes, but, but he is a racist, of course, and so is every other black conservative. They're all racist. I know it seems hard to understand, <laughs> but, um, but that's, that's the theory. Uh, Candace Owens is a racist, Antonio Okafor is a racist, Colin Noir is a racist, Alfonso Rachel is a racist. These are all black conservatives who have the audacity to have a different opinion, and they get it worse than we do. They do. Uh, because because they not only get the whole, you're a racist liar kind of thing, mm-hmm. they also get entire a- attempt to destroy their identity. You know, you're not a black person, you're not a woman, you can't be a woman and, and vote for Donald Trump, and all the rest of these intimidation techniques, this kind of mental fascism that the, that the left is so good at. Uh, so this was a big, uh, it was a big seismic shift because you can often find some conservative celebrities, and I say this with the greatest respect, you know, because um, many of them are my friends, mm-hmm. but they're not A-listers like, you know, Kanye West right. or, or, or somebody who's just at the absolute top of the pop culture. 
Right. And it makes you wonder if um, Kanye West were the an up and comer right now and mm-hmm. he made public his his conservative open mindedness towards conservatism and open mindedness towards Donald Trump, if his career would be instantly extinguished exactly. or if he would have a chance to just be talented and nope, have an opinion. No, nope, absolutely not. He'd be finished. Um He'd be finished, and and I can tell you this without a moment's hesitation. I've been involved with a lot of conservatives out here in Hollywood uh, for for ten years now, and you simply cannot imagine the level of intimidation. I'm I'm talking about the kind of uh, professional harassment and intimidation that have uh, stuntmen who are usually the most conservative people on a movie set, mm-hmm. because uh, unlike everybody else on a movie set, if you're a stuntman and you're wrong, it's probably going to cost you. <laughs> Um, you don't get to fail upwards in in in, um, in stunts. Yeah. So I've seen grown stuntmen, you know, 45-year-old former veterans looking at the floor crying, you know, talking about how they had to sit in a makeup room or something and have everybody around them saying, you know, oh, George Bush is a psychopath and the Iraq War, the American soldiers are a bunch of murderers and, and oh. right, Jim, you know, and then then this guy has to make a decision right. as to whether he wants to feed his family or right. not. Right. And um, if they decide yeah. that you're a conservative, but you, have, you have no way of proving this. It's all gig-based, so you get a job for three weeks. When that job's over, you never get hired again. Yeah. And um, and you, you can't tell why. Yeah. Amen. It's, it's rough. But then you have somebody like Kanye who just said, look, this is, this is my, what's on my mind today, right? You're welcome yeah. to, to open your mind and think differently or not. And uh, I'm just so thankful for just that moment and and the the cognitive dissonance that he had ripple uh, outward from from his comments but one, be- one last very mm-hmm. very quick thing mm-hmm. what's also not lost on people is how savagely he was attacked by everybody else mm-hmm. that's not lost on um, other people uh, who have at least a you know a semblance of an open mind yeah. uh, people who maybe not agree with Kanye maybe didn't like Donald Trump saw the pressure put on him to conform yeah and there are some people of, of, you know, intellectual character and decency who are even, uh, you know, repelled by even that. Yeah, it's crazy what's going on. And I, I want my granddaughter, who's only three and a half now, but I want her to always be able to have an open mind and question. And, you know, I taught my daughter to question authority. And then I went, wait a minute, I'm authority. Dang it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Curses. But, Right. But uh, before we run out of time, uh, quickly tell folks, you know, what else you've been working on and how can people follow all of that stuff? Because you are a busy dude. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, we put out uh, probably four videos a week, I guess, on on hot topics. I do a show with uh, my friend Steve Green and Scott Ott called um, Right Angle, where the three of us basically take uh, one of the hot stories of the day. And I'll be working on a new, um, you know, bigger video, new firewall. Which I'm, I'm, I got this, I got this title from somebody in the comment stream. And I, and and the only thing about the internet that I can't stand in terms of research is I run through so much information that when I see something, it's almost impossible for me to remember where I saw it, so I can attribute it. Yeah. So anyway, this isn't my line, but somebody made a comment about these social justice warriors, and he called them chimps with chainsaws. And I thought, man, that's that's just absolutely perfect. I know it's a derogatory comment, and I and I mean no offense to the chimps, right? But um, in any event, this this whole 
generation of people who are just morally outraged about things they know nothing about has got to be dealt with. <laughs> it's just you just get a vision of you know how they you know bouncing around the cage and just it's not, just cutting down anything that gets in the way for uh, no reason. Don't understand why. Like the sound of the of the engine, I guess you know I the little it. motor. That is hilarious. Yeah, sorry, champs. We we apologize for yeah. It was I didn't mean anything. <laughs> they have very many noble qualities among the chimps. Absolutely. Well, something else that's hard on the internet is finding, you know, so you read a, a headline and then you see it repeated several times. So you think, well, it's got to be true. It, it, we've got to dig deeper and find out, you know, where the the sources are coming from, because just because it was quoted seven times, they're just requoting each other. Doesn't mean yeah. that seven different people independently verified the information. No, that's right. Um, and I had personal experience with that that was exceedingly painful for me. Media Matters mm-hmm. uh, is a George Soros-funded organization that's designed to basically look at every single thing that every conservative commentator says. They pay people to watch everything that we do. Mm. And then they then they go through and try and find sentences or, or put together mm-hmm. things out of context to, you know, in such a way as to really destroy us. So I was doing an um, interview with Stefan Molnir, I wasn't interviewing him, he was interviewing me. We were talking about this book called The Bell Curve. We were quoting the book and talking about some of the things in the book. You know, the way two people might do in a free country, let's say. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and so um, of the 5,000 hours of me talking about uh, issues on the web, uh, Media Matters took some quotes from this one particular interview, put them together in such a way uh, that they uh, called me a white supremacist <laughs> and a scientific racist. Oh my gosh. And uh, then a Republican candidate basically backed away from me on the basis of this piece that they were emailed by Excuse Media me. Matters. Sorry and that became that. a news story. So I got to come home and see my name in the newspaper in the L.A. Times, you know, white supremacist Bill Whittle and uh, all around the country. A.M.P. picked it up. Nobody verified it. No one called me. No one no one looked at the other 5,000 hours of stuff where I say exactly the opposite. No one ever, <laughs> no one ever, ever, ever asked me anything about it yeah um and yeah it just got picked up by by literally by by robots by um uh, you know they they, they put yeah. something on amp uh, not amp ap okay. uh, associated press and then everybody assumes that must be true and everybody runs the story and yeah I'm so, so it's a real problem i'm so and the sorry other thing i would just happened. warn people with finally is to say if it's too bad to be true it's probably not true and likewise <laughs> if it seems too good to be true that's probably not true either i love um, it yeah, we've advice. seen many things that just seem like just impossibly good to be true, and they're just not not real stories. Excellent advice. All right, we have to run, but I, I can't wait so long to have you back on again. There's always so much interesting things, so many interesting things going on out there, and you've got your finger on the pulse of all of it. So Bill Whittle of BillWhittle.com, thank you so much for, for coming on today. My pleasure. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, when we come back, we have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's commentary. Um, I don't think it's going to be calm today. Yeah, kind of. Kind of? Okay. Stick around. 
And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Old Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop well this is the part of the show where we get to bring you real live news stories where real live people actually were responsibly armed and saved lives because they were armed fights a never-ending battle for truth justice and the american way So responsibly armed citizens use guns two and a half million times a year for self-defense. And 200,000 times a year, a woman prevents a sexual assault because she was armed. Somehow we never hear these stories on network news, so we are proud to bring them to you here on Gun Freedom Radio. How prepared are you? How aware of your surroundings would you say you are? Well, maybe when you're out and about, have your head on swivel, as they say, and you're tuned in to your surroundings and those who occupy them. But how about at home? Home is supposed to be where we get to let our guard down and just be, right? Home is supposed to be our sanctuary away from all the madness of the world. Well, danger knows this, and danger will use this to his advantage. And danger did that recently in a lovely and quiet neighborhood in Memphis, Tennessee. Danger showed up at a home in the middle of a sunny afternoon when family were gathered together as some were visiting from out of town. Danger likely thought that the occupants of the home would be preoccupied with visiting and catching up with one another. But 
Danger was the one who was surprised and caught off guard when as he attempted to rob one family member, the wife of that family member stopped Danger's evil plans and no doubt saved lives that day because she was a responsibly armed citizen. In Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis police are searching for a man who allegedly tried to rob three people outside a Whitehaven home in broad daylight. A surveillance camera captured the weekend incident. The victims said a man pulled a gun on them after asking for a phone and then a ride. Moments later, he learned he wasn't the only one carrying a gun. The homeowner told Fox 13 his niece took his gun and scared off a bold criminal. Quote, she's bold and she ain't scared of nothing. In the video, the suspect had his right hand in his waistband as he stands behind the victim's nephew. The victim said the man's hand was on a gun. People are so bold nowadays, just broad daylight on a Sunday come up to you and try robbing you. Memphis police said Sunday afternoon a man in a blue jacket came to the Whitehaven home and asked to use one of the victim's phones and then asked for a ride. While the incident was unfolding outside the house, the homeowner said he and his niece were inside the house. Police said the woman saw her husband in trouble. She came out to the front door with a gun. The victim told Fox 13, My wife said she didn't want to kill the guy, but when he fired back at us after she fired at the would-be robber, she said she was trying to hit him, but didn't. Memphis police told Fox 13 the gunman ran toward the back of the house and escaped. The victim said he hopes the police can catch the suspect before someone gets seriously hurt. Quote, thank the good Lord he was watching out for all of us, unquote. Wow, you know, we need to make laws to protect these criminals. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, what? <laughs> I just thought I'd throw to, that in there. To quote Bill Whittle in the last line, wait, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> just, uh, it's, it's great. I mean, here's another fine example that somebody who is a responsibly armed citizen can protect themselves. Could the police have got there? Could she have called the police and resolved that problem? Well, that quick? when you see the video, because uh, they just have like a, you know, a ring ring.com you know how they have those videos of your front porch um can't think what i'm trying to say but um it's part of your home security system um the husband looks very very calm but as though he's trying to control the situation and the other guy is standing there with his hand on a firearm is still in his waistband while we can see it but uh, it, that could erupt in a millisecond. And so, yeah, call the police, get them on the way if there's time. And there was a third person in the home, and they, they did have time to do that. But sometimes there isn't that. Most of the time there's not. And yeah. it's not, it's it's so not immediate. bad for the police. It's just you are the first responder. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so it's it's great that we um, were able that they were able to protect themselves. Absolutely. And now it's time for Dan's... Commentary. Tell yourself that you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Okay, so I read this article from the NRA ILA. The title was Hard Time for Dicks. As a Second Amendment supporter responds to the company's anti gun support. Okay. So what made things hard for dicks? They announced that they would stop selling 
most semi-automatic rifles at its stores, AR-15s, etc. Hmm. Second, at Dick's Sporting Goods. Dick's Sporting Goods, yeah. Okay, go on. Second, carry only limited capacity magazines for semi-automatic guns. That means 10 rounds or less. Okay. Third, stop selling guns to legally eligible adults 18 to 20. So that means you got to be 21 to buy a gun. That's the law that they made when federal laws say it's 21 hmm. or 18 for mm-hmm. some guns. Mm-hmm. Number four, that Dick's would destroy all of its inventory of firearms that they decided to restrict. So in other words, they're not going to carry AR-15s anymore. So what are they going to do? They're going to destroy them. What? They're going to destroy their inventory. They're just going to take a loss on the inventory gonna, right, instead of sell them to give them back to the distributor. Sell them legally to adults who are legally allowed right. to own. Wow. Okay. But if that's not enough, they have Dix has also hired DC lobbyists to push for gun control. Hmm. Now, this so is what weird. I this is what I read from the NRAILA. Okay. But there are some good news. You can fight back. Shop at stores that are pro-gun. That's the first step, right? Mm-hmm. Also note, some firearm uh, manufacturers are refusing to sell guns to Dix. And the list is growing. Springfield Armory, Mossberg, MKS Supply, the makers of High Point. They cut off Dix and filled in stream an affiliate or extension of Dix. So James Brown, if he knew w- about this, Mm-hmm. would change the name of his song, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, mm-hmm. to Papa's Got a Brand New Pro-Gun Store. <laughs> Seriously, look, if you're a sporting goods store and you're selling to people who go outdoors, get a clue, they like guns. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they are really thumbing their nose at a huge portion they of their. They are, and anybody with any people s- that have helped them grow through the years right. and kept them in business, right? And I, well, we've shopped at Dick's Sporting Goods before, mm-hmm. so so what would you do? I mean, so we buy our shorts there. We buy, we used to buy, you know, shirts, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't even step in their door now. Yeah. And 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 so if other people do that. And it's just that, a consequence. I mean, we're right. not calling for a boycott. We're not organizing no. a march. It's just a consequence of their actions. Shop pro gun. I mean, go to your local gun shop. Go to azfirearms.com. There's but, a good idea. Uh, well, you know, we don't restrict. Right. Exactly. There's no butts in our st- well, there's <laughs> no butts in our store, okay? Well, speaking of no butts in our store, I I, I was being quiet over here, but I was I, I was catching, we had, you know, we should have had a little drummer in here going, kapsh, you know, every time you hit one of your little double entendres in your. I'm just reading from the (laughs) NRA ILA. And, um, but seriously, if you're going to, you know, support the gun shops that are pro-gun. Yeah. You know, I mean, how can you be a gun shop? I mean, and and Dick's Sporting Goods sells all all manner of sporting goods, not just guns. But uh, it's just, how can you even be in that industry? And be not supportive of constitutional rights that protect the your customers' rights. It just it makes no sense to me. And the logic th- train has jumped way off the tracks. Right, and here's a sign: if Mossberg quits selling guns to you because you're anti-gun, there's your sign. You know, <laughs> change the way. I, I guess just quit selling guns completely. 
Well, if they're destroying their own inventory, I mean, that's just crazy to me. Right. That you would destroy your inventory. That, that to me, doesn't even sound fear-based. You know what that sounds like to me? Pandering. Just they're, pandering. Right. Like, look how morally yeah. superior we are. Right. We are going to melt. I don't know. What are they going to do? How do you destroy them? You melt them down. You chop them into pieces. Well, you careful about chopping in pieces and do it right. But I, I don't know, Cheryl. Now, I, what do you mean by that? Because well, you're that, a gunsmith well, and you would one, know. There was this one lady that she was somewhere in. I don't remember. She was some kind of a, a government person that said... Um, I'm, I'm going to cut my AR-15. She went outside and she cut her AR-15. And what she did, she made it illegal because she shortened the barrel. <laughs> so she basically <laughs> took an AR-15 that was perfectly legal to own and she committed a felony. Oh and there was a lot of people tr- trying to get her charged because she Why? did it in the on the air. Why not? Why shouldn't she be? Right. Right. And that's the thing. There's that uh, unequal standing that we have. But all right, we've got to run. But uh, wow, what a what an awesome show. This is a really interesting group of people that came together today. And and we want to thank, of course, our tech crew. Poor Ed over there doesn't have a voice today, but he's been calling everybody and whispering. Hey, this is Ed from Gun Freedom Radio. How about poor Ed and Danny <laughs> that never have a voice with Cheryl has a mic? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, oh, kind of. Kind of. I could paper cut you right now. I'm close enough. I got a <laughs> whole stack of papers in my Snippity snap. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much to our listeners. Uh, the fact that you take your time your most valuable commodity and spend it with us and then take these topics and share them around your dinner tables and in your carpools and in all the places you go that we value that and also for our guests thank you for taking the time uh, and until next time pray for our nation pray for our leaders all of them mm, yeah all of them mm. even the ones you don't like especially the ones you don't like mm. be good to each other have a great week And God bless. Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey gang, this is Masad Ayub from the Pro Arms Podcast. I'm here to remind you that our podcast is a member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. And I'm going to suggest you do what we do and check out the other podcasts at selfdefenseradio.net.